Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia and Teresa Tobin. I'm here with my co-ghost, Jessica Delisle. Hi. 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 You're in my home. It's the first time in over two years. First time in a long time. Um, it's the first time since February 2020. Yeah, or, or maybe March, March. Maybe the first week of March 2020. I can't remember. Yeah. When we decided to not record in person. Yeah, I think it was like the 12th of March or something like that. Yeah, there's a lot of decision making in a short period of time happening. Yeah. A lot of panic. Yeah. What's the right thing to do? What's better, pee or poo? Uh, I think poo. Mm. That's the one I prefer to do because it feels like I've made it, you know, like I've accomplished the goal of the day. We've made it. (laughs) That's what you sing to your toilet. And then I flush. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, gotta go number one, pee. Yeah. I choose pee. So more poo for you. No, I don't want more. <laughs> just want to go once a day. I'll give you mine. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, speaking of poo, <laughs> no. it's really nice to be in your house again. Thank you. It's covered in poo. I redecorated. Yeah, I really like what you've done with the poop. Thank you. It's uh no, it's, it's very uh, visually stimulating in here, if you know what I, I mean. Know. And I feel I just wanted to warn our guest because this is the first time she's been here. I mean, we met for the first time IRL yesterday. Big day. Yeah, big day. But I was just like, my place has a lot of stuff in it. I hope that's okay. I know it's a lot to take in some people's brains. It's like too much. It's, it's not too much. I mean, I think it's too much. I, just <laughs> I know wanted, it's like, too much look at everything so that's hard for me but I, I i love it and here it's great thank you um and thanks for having us over mm, speaking thanks. of having us over <laughs> we have our first and last in-person guest yeah that's true in a very long time and not only that she's visiting from new york she's uh she's walking here <laughs> <laughs> she's the host of our sister podcast carb face it's author podcaster Lori Wolver. Hello. Hello. Is this thing on? I was told to point it at my face like a laser, which yeah. is what That's I always what you do with lasers. Do with lasers. <laughs> point it directly into my mouth and eyes. Yeah. So I'm hoping to destroy my eyesight by the end of the podcast. Yeah, let's go. I'm yeah. already there. Let's lose our minds. Yeah. <laughs> Lori, welcome to Vancouver. Thank you. I have been here in this wonderful city for a week and I love it. And really? I'm leaving tomorrow. Yeah, what do you love about it? I love the plants. There <laughs> You're just are, looking at things in yeah. I'm like, the I love the couch. A half a hard boiled egg with capers and arugula. Oh no, that's not that's a oh, crust of bread. Oh. I love that your eyes went straight there. Yeah. Jay took that photograph and he printed it. It's got lightly uh seared arugula. Uh, I think maybe some French's mustard capers and Jay used to live with a a food photographer. And so she had like the lighting and camera set up and then he made himself a disgusting snack and took a really fancy looking (laughs) photo of it. It is beautiful. And then he he was so proud of it that he went and got it printed. Amazing. Um, And then one year for his birthday, I got it framed like archival quality. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's cover of not hard boiled eggs monthly. I totally thought it was like a deviled egg or it's a very shallow depth of field so it. It, it makes okay. sense that yeah. i could totally i mean you do point lasers in your eyes yes yes i am <laughs> legally stop, blind so. it's in minute five of the podcast <laughs> um no what do i love about vancouver i do love the play it's so lush it's so lush oh, right now mm. it's very lush yeah also yesterday it was and i'm gonna speak in fahrenheit because i'm from um 
godforsaken America. But it was like 55 degrees yesterday Fahrenheit. And that is a treasure for July to feel like I would like to be wearing a winter hat right now. It's yeah. that cold. I love that. Bring a summer it on. scarf. Yeah. I love yeah. a summer scarf. Lots of layers. My boyfriend uh, was with us on our bog walk. He had four layers on. And we got back to the house and he was like, I need a blanket. I'm freezing. Aww. And that was like this. Welcome to Canada. When we left, I was like, should I ask him if he's going to be OK? And I'm like, he's an adult. <laughs> he knows his own yeah. body temperature. But he's like, yeah, he's like Jay. Like Jay was wearing a, a flannel underneath his layers. And I was worried that he was going to be too cold because, he, you know, he's a Slenderman. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I'm sorry that I took you on a cold, rainy no, bog walk. Loved it. Loved it. <laughs> So I love the temperature. I love the plants. Uh, I've had some delicious food. I do have like a series of retail dreams that I've had in Vancouver. So it's, you know, I, I'm going to talk all about your wonderful city. Mm. You can get us started. Multiple cinnamon buns. Should I, multiple cinnamon buns. Oh, my God. Um, should I just kick yeah, it off? Kick it, it off. Uh, kick it off. Have a notebook. <laughs> kick right. it, bro. <laughs> um the first retail dream is really just a bus ad that I saw um, mm. for a a real estate agent who had taken out, I'm assuming multiple ads on multiple buses. That's um, usually but, how it goes. Right? You, you don't just get the one. So the guy, I don't remember his name, but we'll just call him Tallywhacker Hot Pants. He was uh-huh. a, he's a real estate agent, Tallywhacker Hot Pants. I know him. Um, and it said, excessively nice, unnaturally driven. And then, it, and then it had his name and the name of his real estate company. Unusually thick. Yeah. It's like, what a weird... Yeah, what's that? ...thing, like, excessively nice. That seems, like, threateningly way too fucking nice. Nobody wants that. Unnaturally driven. Like, he will murder you if you do not yeah. sell your apartment with him. Well, maybe his car runs on plutonium. Maybe. <laughs> That's what unnaturally driven means. Yeah. Um, uh, That's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's a real cult of personality oh, for yeah. real estate agents here. Mm, it's like almost celebrity. like they are competing with like who's weirder. Mm. <laughs> it's definitely like who's more, richer. More recognized. Like, do you remember Spice Lux? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like L-U-C-K-S, Spice Lux. I don't know if she still is, but she was a Vancouver realtor when I was at least in high school and university and like for fun my friends would steal her signs because like you have to it just i don't know it's a great name spice luck yeah that feels seems like a a dune character or uh the name of a gentleman's club or uh, a really bad cookie that nobody ever wants from the coffee shop i would eat it yeah first first choice it's got cinnamon in it i'll thinking ginger yeah i'll choke it down <laughs> coughing because there's so many spices it's, it's, only just, powder. it's just compact an egg pressed egg spice uh, my second retail dream in vancouver was uh we went to the to a farmer's market you had told me then is it the, in english bay yeah. i think on saturday oh, wow. morning and there was a uh, musical uh entertainment and they call themselves the Fiddle Gerbils of Minecraft. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and it was three young people. And when I say young, I mean like 13. I guess. Oh my God. I guess they weren't like 60 because yeah. Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. The Fiddle Gerbils of Minecraft on Instagram, you can find them just at Fiddle Gerbils. Uh, no spaces, no uh, no characters. And they play, they're a three-part band. They play violin, I think, either violin or viola, cello, and 
I don't know what you call it exactly, but it's a keyboard that also has an air, like a blown air a melodica. Okay, great. And they were so good and adorable. And the two songs that I heard them play were the theme from Ghostbusters and Material Girl. Oh my gosh, they're so cute. Unbelievable. They're like wearing their little hats. Yeah, they were... <laughs> incredibly charming and i hope that they make a million they look loonies. so cool they're so young they're very young they're like they're children yes. they're like stranger things season one yeah totally totally <laughs> actual children yeah well i guess i'm following them you're following them yep. i sure am now they've got what 25 followers yeah i'm number 25 <laughs> everyone listening please follow fiddle gerbils of minecraft they are going places they're adorable um, and my next uh, brief retail, I'm going to call it an experience, I think. Sure. Um, a retail mm. experience, kind of slash nightmare, but it was so funny that I, or not funny, but just, it was fine. Nobody got hurt. Nothing was broken. <laughs> Uh, except everyone's spirit at the table. Um, Alicia and I and my boyfriend Mark went to a fancy, I'm not going to name it, but a fancy-ish, very well-regarded restaurant okay. uh, for dinner. And uh, the proprietor of the restaurant is a guy who likes to go table to table and check in on everybody. And it's <laughs> real, like a real, the real Rocky Balboa. get him kind of guy wants to really let you know that he cares about your experience. But every time he came around to the table, he would say, how are you enjoying my XYZ? How are you enjoying my bread? Are you liking my grilled meat product? How do you? <laughs> I hope it was in those words. Yes. I'm trying to be very vague because I feel like any identifying characteristics and then people will know and I will feel bad about talking shit about a... It's okay. A guy, a man. Um, God forbid I talk shit about a man. He was... Um, <laughs> He was so, it was so consistent and bizarre that like everything on the table that we had ordered and would eventually pay for was his. <laughs> it's like, how do you like my bread? How's my rice? Is, is my rice good? Let me tell you about my peppers in my stew and how I cook them. And it's like, you look at this guy and you're like, bro, you have not touched food in a professional context in probably 25 years. Like you're not dressed for cooking or, yeah. you know, uh, he is a, uh, a he's man not, in the dining room. He's not food safe. He's definitely not food safe. Is... <laughs> um, yes. And then he also did this thing where he, which is something you see usually little little kids do or young, young kid, like a six-year-old girl often will be like, I like your shirt. I like your hair. I like your shoes. So like every time he came back to the table, he would look at one of us and be like, I like your glasses. Mm. And then the next person lit, I like your glasses. And then he told Alicia, I like your tattoo and it was your rest is best tattoo. And then you said, what about this one? It says hot dog. <laughs> and I think he did not know what to do. And yeah. that was like the last. He was like chasing us down the stairs. Yeah. I with like your compliments. Glasses. Yeah. It was so Hollow. such weird behavior. The thing that you pointed out of uh, like a, like a six year old girl being like, I like this. I like that. The, mm. I, that's the experience I get whenever I go into lush, all the employees. Mm, yes. It's like they've been trained to like, compliment one thing on a person each time they come in and I've gotten mm. the like oh I love your tattoo or like I love your coat it's always just like I know what you're doing like mm. if you I'm gonna spend money here regardless of if I think you like what I'm wearing or not and like that's really not 
here or there. Like, it's not going to change that. Like, it's made it weird. It seems mm-hmm. very inauthentic. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. if you actually love it and you like need to tell me about it, sure. But like, yeah, write me a letter or like. And the worst is when they're like, "Oh, I love this," and then they're like touching your oh. material, and you're like. Bah! I would love for you to do an experiment where you go in with like some truly heinous, like you self-style yes. a suit out of a couple of garbage bags yes. or just, you know, wear something that is so ill-fitting or weird and just to challenge them to like it. Yeah. It's like multiple muffin tops on yeah. my body. It's just like <laughs> obviously not wearing the right size right. Thing. infant onesie <laughs> and on everything that's just a pair of hose pulled up all the way <laughs> yeah. like for a tall person that goes like right underneath your armpits that's like in style though <laughs> that's true <laughs> cable knit tights with a with a sleeveless men's t-shirt over the top i feel like that i could <laughs> oh that yeah off. everything that's been suggested i think would delight me if i worked at a store i'd be like this person i wish i shopped here more yeah the compliment thing is a weird thing. I I was friends for a very long time with a comedian and he would always do, he was so, people just loved him. But it was this, I started to see the pattern. Like he always started with a compliment mm. and it's quite disarming. Mm-hmm. And uh, after a while I was like, I don't really care if you like my card again. Yeah. Mm. And it's also, it's the sort of thing that I don't know about both of you, but for myself, like I naturally go like, oh, thank you. And then like, you want to find something to be like, oh, I like your glasses, you know, mm, like mm-hmm. something to like repay it to keep it even. And if it's someone just like complimenting you emptily, then it's yeah. just like, well, OK, I guess I'm going to like meet you there mm, <laughs> on mm-hmm. that weird empty level. I don't Feels know. Feels like a, like they read a book that these two people are oh, thinking yeah. of like how to influence yeah. Dale Carnegie. Yeah. 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 And it's like, use the person's name over yeah. and over. Make and sure you always use yeah. Yeah. eye contact. And it's like, Ugh. when anybody compliments me on anything, I'm always like this a piece of shit on this crap body. Yeah. Are you I sure? I yeah. shit myself in this five yes. minutes ago. I was crying <laughs> um, when I was doing it. <laughs> or, I always think I'm like, oh, did you want to know where I bought it? Mm. And then I'm like, oh, I got it. I'm always like, these glasses are from Bailey Nelson. They're really cheap. They're two for 500 if you've got bifocals. <laughs> I've got bifocals. And like, I'm like, why is my mouth still <laughs> moving? Becoming more and more Muppet sounding. Yeah, like I'm just like, I want to stop talking, but I can't. Mine's always... It's always like this old thing. I've had this for... Like whenever mm-hmm. someone... Like I was wearing this dress that I've... There was this weird thing that had happened where... I kept realizing that I was wearing it on the same day every year because there would be like photos of me. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it's like August 4th. It's like, that's the dress I wear on August 4th. That's my birthday. It's the birthday dress. It's your birthday dress. I love um, you know the dress well. It's like the purple and blue sort of like I love that dress so dress. much. But I was wearing it. It's sort of become like a house dress because it's mm. so like it's splitting at the seams. It was vintage. Same. It's like I've worn it for years. But... <laughs> Someone saw it and complimented me on it. And I wanted at that point, I was like, you haven't seen me wearing this before. Like you didn't see it when it was good. Now it's a piece of shit. And then I was like, why am I like upset? (laughs) Like I just take the compliment. Oh my God. It's hard. It's hard to take a compliment. Yeah. But especially if it's like not genuine. Yes. Well, we knew it wasn't genuine and it was like a pattern and. That was so weird. And we were being professional (laughs) with him and discreet and like respectful, but Funny things kept happening. So when we spilled out of the restaurant, we were just like, what was that? <laughs> it was very funny to just have like the, you know, the hundred feet you need before you can start talking eye rolling. Shit. Talking yeah. shit was good. 
Well, and also like it's his place. Yeah. So it's not like you can kind of like roll your eyes or like talk under your breath because like everyone there is his own And he would just suddenly yeah. be sandwiched in between our table and another table. Yeah. <laughs> with like no space. That's just weird. Pointing at our food. Like safety wise. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) How do you like my food inside your stomach? (laughs) My stomach. Your stomach is my stomach now. (laughs) It was like that. Yeah. And then he emailed the next day and he's like, how's your bowel movement? How's my, (laughs) how's, how are my logs treating you? (laughs) Wow. Yeah. It's super weird. Super weird. But you know, other than that, (laughs) I've had amazing, amazing food experience. Uh, Alicia took us out for ice cream to rain or shine. Rain Rain or shine. shine. Rain or shine. That's how we say it too. Um, There was a screaming baby uh, with five adults just uh, like standing around watching the baby scream and no one would seem to be doing anything about it. I'd be screaming if there was five adults watching me too. Just the baby seemed to be in charge of the family. Yeah. And it was that kind of screaming where you feel like your skin is being peeled. (laughs) Like was it either this baby's getting peeled or you're going to get peeled. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's weird in that ice cream shop since they lifted their mask requirement. People just hang. Mm. Mm-hmm. they're not even they're done eating they're just yeah. hanging out in this really tiny place yeah it was, there's uh, like a whole bunch of places you could be yeah like outdoors like in a bog yes go hang in a bog um can i do one more i was 25 all right hey, this episode it's free form we can yeah. just keep going We're forever not, yeah yeah the 24 hour retail nightmare okay the last one is we went to first full day in vancouver we went to granville island for lunch and to also to pick up some supplies for the house and uh, <laughs> <laughs> bought some cheese bought some fish mm. bought some cherries uh blah 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 we went to sit outside and eat soup uh alicia had recommended the soup place called stock stock market stock, stock market. market yeah Had some delicious uh salmon chowder and there was a busker playing and he was very talented and you know nice singing voice but he took songs that are already kind of melancholy like very 70s sad songs and then made them like half the tempo that they normally would be and then by the end it was like dr kevorkian's uh busker (laughs) lunch like it was just it was incredibly depressing the songs he played were Slip sliding away, which can be a little, you know, have a little lilt to it when yeah. it's Paul Simon. But when it was this guy, it was like he was really slip sliding we away. Really, it was like slip sliding toward uh, <laughs> death. Uh, and then horse with no name, which I find to be a very sad. Uh, yeah, just a name the horse. Yeah, horse horse information. There was no information <laughs> about that horse. And then bridge over troubled water. And it's Yikes. like, man, Is that just what the world fucking, needs right now, buddy? No, fucking no. play bongo dance and make it yeah. twice as fast, please. I mean, we should have recommended that. Give um, me royalties. Uh, and the crows and the, uh, that's the other thing I like about Vancouver, the, the, crows, the crows and the gigantic seagulls. And uh, we went to Jericho Beach on Saturday. The weather was beautiful and a group of people had left their blanket and chairs and all of their food and everything and gone into the water and i want to say like there were 20 crows gigantic (laughs) truly just having the time of their lives like passing stuff around they were just all up in like they were taking every last scrap of food and i felt like this is what's supposed to be happening yeah they deserve it Yeah. yeah 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 you walk away finders keepers man I love crows. So that's it. I've I've truly enjoyed Vancouver. Um, I'm sure I have more more observations, but those are my top 
They're four. really good. Had yeah. you been here before? Never been here before. For no. some reason, I thought you had because you had asked us about food places, but I guess that was like for the book. That was for was, the book. Yeah. 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 Oh, and I never made it to Japa Dog. Is there oh. a Japa Dog anywhere in the vicinity or not really? Um, I don't know where their last, I feel like there's one left somewhere. Oh. I thought there was like a, a, a brick, and mortar brick and mortar place mm. now. I, we could take you there tomorrow. It's truly yeah. been years since yeah. I, that was even on my radar. I've got, I've got some uh, bonito flakes and uh, seaweed I can throw on. And you've got some a, a mustard, uh, mayonnaise. <laughs> Jay's out right now. Do you want me to pick up some sure, yeah. ballpark franks? Yeah. yeah. And we can, you know. Uh, yeah, I feel like it's something I could probably recreate at home. Yeah. Right? And I've, I've got like the kewpie mayo too. Like I think that's what it is. Yeah. Kewpie mayo, bonito flakes. And like crispy seaweed. seaweed. Yeah. Some kimchi maybe. Yeah. I've got kimchi too. A little wasabi or a lot of wasabi, like a cup of wasabi on a hot dog. Maybe Whoa. some like, yeah, ginger. Whoa. I don't know. <laughs> they have like a bunch of different ones. Yeah. I think they have one that's sort of like okonomiyaki style. That's, oh. but it's like, I would just rather go have okonomiyaki, which you can yes. get at like every block in Vancouver. There's a Japanese restaurant that like, mm-hmm. no offense to yes. Japa dog. No, it's fine. You're doing a thing and yep. power to you. Awesome. Do you have a retail thing? Not at all. What's yours? <laughs> Amazing. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. This is, I'm like so sentimental about this being our last episode. So my retail dream is this podcast and all the friends we've made along the way and all the great stories and uh, how much I loved uh, hearing all of them. So this podcast and all the people have been on uh, and you and Jay are all retail dreams. I thought you were going to be like, are my nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's truly, I mean, I guess technically retail dream, uh, newsflash, all the tote bags are sold out. So everybody, thank you so much for incredible. Uh, buying them all. I didn't realize there were so many of you who were uh, meaning to buy them <laughs> and had uh, forgotten because yeah, they sold very quickly. And by the time this comes out, they will all be on their way to you. And it, like people bought a lot of Jay's comic too. Now me see me. Oh, it's so good. So I'm not going to like take down the no. store. Like it'll still Keep be there. Your stuff. But I mean, it's like retailnightmares.bigcartel.com. So if it's like the podcast isn't happening, it's kind of weird that I have that as a store. But like, I don't know. People will know how to find it. I'll take it down eventually. But it's just sort of like the tote bags were the main thing that we sold there. And like both both designs are now retired. So it's just an archive. It'll be an archive. You can look at what you could have bought. If we're listening to this 100 years in the future, um, <laughs> Praise Corn Lord. Uh, <laughs> I hope your crops are plentiful. Ooh. Yeah. So thanks to everyone for doing that. I am so busy. <laughs> like, it's so funny how it'll, it's always like that. Like when you get a new design or like you do a new printing, it'll be like a bunch of orders and then it's just like nothing forever. So I was like, when I did that, Jay was like, wow, you should have announced you're ending the podcast like <laughs> months ago. I was like, yeah, just a fake out to sell, <laughs> to sell tote bags. Yeah, that's a good tactic. But yeah, they're all sitting on my bed right now waiting to get mailed out. Amazing. Yeah, no, it's been, it's, I mean, like, I don't want to get too slip sliding away. Yeah, I'm like... <laughs> fucking bridge over my troubled waters but like all the people we got to meet through the podcast it's been great yeah i don't know it's been it's really it's been really good yeah it's been really special i'm trying not to cry so we should move on to a segment unless you want to cry 
literally never. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm like the, the very like emotional one. So I just crying doesn't feel good to me. Oh no, it's terrible. Like I can't breathe if I cry. Yeah. Like it makes me so congested, and then it like fucks up my sinuses for like a day so i'm just like if you can if if you're a crier who can like get away with it not i think it feels good for some people they're like, yeah oh, it's a release and i'm like cathartic. no no it's like just like a skimming off a bit of the grief mm. but it tops itself back up again yeah i don't know <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't. seriously like this has been a joy and met so many great people and laughed for like seven years and also for like felt good about the time that I worked in retail when I kind of always felt a little bit weird about it before we did the podcast. Oh, really? Yeah. I think I told you the story of my boyfriend who's like, I'm too embarrassed to tell people that you work in retail. Okay. Well, he can just like. Yeah. And I always was like, my mom's like, why aren't you doing anything with your life? And I'm like, I was doing something with okay, my life. Well, she can also just. Yeah. I mean, they could fuck off. But <laughs> I did sort of feel like a bit of shame about it. And then after like the first year, I was like, oh yeah, like. I love doing that and I, yeah, it's fine. But it also like, it's just a job. Like for some people it can be more than that, I'm sure. But also like, it doesn't have to define who you are as a person yeah, exactly. or it, like if you want it to, it also can. Like yeah, it's, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. It's just a job. And like, I don't know. I don't think there's really any bad way to make money unless. Uh, I've thought of some bad ways. You're a landlord. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It was great. I'm glad it was therapeutic then. I mean, most things are. Like horses. Okay. Lori, you mentioned horse information. Yes. Uh, and I know we weren't planning on doing horse information, but mm -hmm. you reminded me, you just mm -hmm. mentioning it reminded me that our friend Bridget, who is another fan of the podcast Hi, and Bridget. a friend that we've made through the podcast. She lives in Australia. We've never met in real life, but one day I hope to. But she was, we were talking about the end of the podcast. And so it was like, you know, she was asking me like how I was feeling about it. And it was, you know, sort of, the only time that we have where we're like both online is because she's 18 hours ahead, I think. Um, it's like future. right as I'm about to go to bed. It's always like 3.30 and she's like online. And I'm like, I always want to be talking to her, but I'm also like, I can't just like stay up. Like after I finish brushing my teeth, like sitting on the edge of the bathtub being like, okay, I have to go to bed. But so we were like talking about stuff. And then <laughs> she said... Also, I'm so sorry in advance for this, but I was just watching a Korean cooking video on YouTube and she cooked something with horse beans in it. And I was like, what are horse beans? <laughs> <laughs> so I Googled it and and then there's a photo of all these little like brown, small things. Oh. And then if you Google horse bean, the thing that comes up is the bean is the common name for a collection of smegma in the tip of the horse's penis. What? Whoa. The tube that the urine passes through is called the urethra. And just above the urethra is a pocket of space called the urethral fossa. And this is where the buildup of dirt and grind oh happens, God. which results in hardened beans. So obviously that's not what they were cooking okay. with on the show. She figured it out that there are also beans commonly referred to as horse beans. But when you Google horse beans, that's not the first thing that comes up. Wow. Uh, and so it's funny because we were having like this poignant discussion about like, you know, <laughs> big life changes. And then she's like, I'm so sorry that I'm putting this right after that. But like, I just need to tell you about horse beans. And then she was like, that's some horse information. And yeah. I, I mean, I haven't even told Jay yet. So he's hearing it wow. for the first time as he's editing this. So Jay, that's some untapped horse information for you. There's for some videos. Us. 
I didn't. She just sent me the screenshots of her phone. And I was like, thank you so much for doing this yourself, because I wouldn't want that on my search history. (laughs) Yes. So I guess this is technically not horse information. It's more like clip clop chit chat. Yes. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. one final. Um, for just one, a couple of clip clop chit chat questions for clarity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> were they using the vegetable horse bean or were they using the smegma beans? They were they were using the the legume, the, okay. the edible. I would not assume that the smegma beans are Ooh. edible. They don't well. Seems like I mean, if you're if you nasty, hungry. if you're <laughs> like hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Oh God! Poor horses. That's what the Temple of the Dog Song Hunger Strike is about. They're <laughs> going hungry because all there is to eat is horse beans. Horse beans. Eh? I mean, I'm sure horses are probably not the only animal on the planet that can create a bean. Yeah, out of smegma. If there's some sort of horse skin, horse skin, horse skin, <laughs> horse information, horse skin information. <laughs> oh um, yeah. Yeah. New segment. New, oh, I mean, new podcast. Now? Maybe it's a whole new podcast. I'm listening. For skin. Um, I'm, <laughs> oh, yeah. We can have Biscuit Demon as the host. Oh, yeah. That's what he eats, I guess. Where does that skin go? It's got to go somewhere. And then he's got to make his beans. Yeah. I mean, I'm pro. I'm pro. Mm. I'm pro foreskin. Yeah. I'm finally coming out on the final episode. I'm pro foreskin. Who wouldn't want extra? Right? Extra yeah. skin. Definitely. An, it's needed. Yeah. You can keep it. Seems like a good idea. Yeah. I mean, no offense to those people whose religion requires it of them and it's a, a sacred thing. But My also, apologies. maybe rethink why? Yeah, it's not a great idea. Very strange. Anyway, sorry to make <laughs> it all about foreskin like I always want to. Did you have more questions about horse beans? No. Or that was it? Okay. Just I just needed checking. to know because I got so infatuated with my Google search. Yeah, no, I know to do. I think I said that off the top just as a disclaimer, like the the cooking show was not using the smegma. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I was already but like in a different world. No, it's good. It's good to <laughs> clarify because, yeah, I don't want to spread horse misinformation. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, it's very responsible. Yeah. Um, check your sources, everyone. Yeah, check your heads. Check your foreskin. Yeah. Check your... Oh. Uh-oh, a bean. Where's your foreskin? Mine? It's four o'clock. Do you know where your foreskin is? <laughs> mm. Should we do chili peppers? Sounds great. Yes. Okay, so Lori, for the last time, I have a question to ask you. Mm-hmm. How much money have you spent on the red hot chili peppers? How much money have you So in 1991, I went in the summer of 1991, uh, I went to Lollapalooza. I think it was the second, maybe Lollapalooza. So cool. Uh, Jane's Addiction and Red Hot Chili Peppers, Susie and the Banshees. Oh, 
and I want to say NWA, but definitely Red Hot Chili Peppers, wow. you know, and uh, many other bands. And tickets were $31. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Was this in New York? This was in upstate New York in Saratoga, which okay. was a maybe two hours drive from where I lived. So I went with my friends and and my sister and this woman who was at the time his girlfriend um, was 17 and his girlfriend was 34. What? So we might, girlfriend? We might have to bleep out his name because that's his real name and he's a he's a real guy who is like now runs anyway we'll bleep out all the identifying information sure, yeah. uh, now he's whatever but yes it was very now that we've bleeped out his name yes we're 34 is really old it's literally twice for, his age that's, yeah how did they meet yeah it's question they were co-workers at uh department store in the mall okay mm. retail dream for some nightmare well, I mean, yeah it's only 17 though i know retail i, know. I guess crime it's technically illegal but we just thought it was so fucking cool really yes. okay it didn't seem weird <laughs> i mean i think it did seem weird but it was like well he's happy though it may have technically been a crime i'm not sure what the laws were at that time like everyone seemed to go with it she was able to buy us a lot of booze uh she you know she bought i think two bottles of vodka and uh yeah it seemed really hot and exciting uh just to be around the that that incredible age gap and were you the same age as him i was a year younger okay so you were like oh everyone's like old and cool yes okay yeah yeah. i didn't all think about you didn't think about of this course sort of, not. that's yeah. not your job i'm just yeah. picturing like you as you are today in 1991 being like i guess this is okay <laughs> you know like i need to adjust my memory powers yeah. there were a couple there was and maybe this is this is not in keeping with the spirit of the segment but there were a couple of boys that i knew in high school who had much older girlfriends and when i say girlfriends i mean like women uh, in their late 30s. Uh, it was a thing, I guess. I don't know. Is that like an upstate New York thing? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, anyway, so <laughs> so yeah, $31 for the ticket. And then if you want to split that between however many bands there were, I might have spent like six bucks yeah. to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers and another like 10 for gas and tolls. Okay, so I'm just going to look ni- 91. What mm-hmm. uh, like... I'm just trying to think of like inflation rate from the U.S. dollar. What what chili peppers? So this was 1991 Lollapalooza chili peppers. I'm like, I could find a set list for that. Probably. Um, Yeah. I'm interested. Is that blood sugar sex magic? Yeah. I just want to know like what album they would have been. I think it would have been blood blood sugar sex magic. Uh, Can't say it without hearing. I cannot type with my left hand. Uh, (laughs) It's magic. (laughs) <laughs> what you can you can keep going um, um okay i was really having trouble i was like chillo papo now I'm, <laughs> now I'm worried that you're gonna look it up and it's gonna be like no 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 they actually didn't play on that and no, i'm no, like no, 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 no. i'm memory. not i'm not trying to do a gotcha here don't worry <laughs> i'm just looking up fine. horse beans again be, it wouldn't be the first time that I had something gotten something so wrong. No, okay, yeah, Blood Sugar Sex Magic was 91, you guys are right. I was just wondering, like, in the chronology of, mm. I'm not going to look up a set list. That's, yeah. like, two, I can't type that with one sure. thumb yes. on my uh, non-dominant hand. But do you remember liking it? Do you, Or were you like, 
there to party. I was there to party. I think I was like, I just wanted to get away from my sister uh, who was being a good older sister and kind of keeping an eye on me and trying to keep me from connecting with drugs. Yeah. And so like was, dating a 34 yeah, year old. <laughs> yeah. So I was trying to like evade her gaze and find somebody to sell me pin joints, which I'm sure I found. Uh, the only sets that I vaguely remember are um, were Susie and the Banshees and that might be it. I don't know. I don't remember that it was a, that much fun, honestly. I was just like, I guess I'm just going to go to a concert. Like it's any concert that was remotely something I had heard of, I would be willing to go to just yeah. for the chance that it might feel remotely like... Um, that I might find drugs, honestly. Like, yeah. it's, let's not, you know, let's yeah, not pretend. Yeah, it was an excuse to get was, high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and even if, even if you didn't go and you, <laughs> this is me, I'm talking about me now. It was like any, any excuse to get weed or whatever. Mm, and, then, and then like, even if you didn't go, you would tell your parents that you went. <laughs> like if you found another way to get drugs, you could be oh. like, yeah, I was just at the concert. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where the acid came from, mom. Uh, yeah. Lorna <laughs> thinks that I saw all the Harry Potter movies in the theater so many times. <laughs> Did not see a single one. <laughs> and what were you, were you behind the gas station smoking weed? Uh, I mean, not every time. <laughs> not every. That was just that one time. Uh, no, I was probably like out doing things I should not have yeah. been doing. Um, no, yes. What Lori is referring to is the t the time that I got suspended for smoking weed because I smoked weed like on my lunch break off campus behind a gas station. But because I was wearing my school uniform and my classmates were wearing their school uniforms, someone saw us and reported us and then we <sighs> all got in trouble. So what was the chain of events? Like somebody reported you and then did like a school cop come around or how? No, we came back to school. And then oh. I think the next day or something or maybe the next week, whatever. It wasn't like immediately like mm. gotcha. But the most annoying part of it is when I got called into the deputy headmaster's office oh. because we didn't have vice principals. Mm. That's mm -hmm. far too common. Mm. <laughs> the deputy Peasants. headmaster. He called me in, I think, right after lunch, and I had gone to the gas station again, not to smoke weed, <laughs> but to get one of those giant, um, I think they're called like, it's a caduzzi or something. Those like spiral long popsicles. Oh, yeah. They're like all rainbow colors. Mm. And I had, I think it was probably a Monday. I think mm. maybe like the day before I had like done ecstasy or whatever sure. so oh gosh, i think I, wow. I remember like feeling like i was still like recovering like you know the day after you feel kind of weird mm -hmm. and i remember being called into that office and just trying to finish the popsicle <laughs> without like biting into it and like but it was dripping everywhere and he was like do you know why i called you in here today and i was just You're like a popsicle. can you let me finish <laughs> sir <laughs> Yeah, no, but everything was fine. It all worked out. Look at, and yeah, here look I at am you today now. wearing a Kathy shirt. I love it. What does it say? I am a woman of many moods and all of them want some chocolate. Well, she's not wrong. That brings up. me oh. to a new segment. If we're done with the chili pot. Yes. Yes, yes okay. please. Just want to give them their due yeah. space. Six bucks. <laughs> I want to keep a distance <laughs> from them. I have a new segment, you guys. It's a brand new segment. Amazing. I can't I, wait. I know it's kind of weird <laughs> to premiere a new segment right at the end of the podcast, but the name of the segment is called 
I finally figured it all out. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. So, you may recall, about a month ago or so, I got food poisoning. Oh, yes. And I felt really bad. A lot of bad stomach times. It took me a while to rebuild my, like... Gut flora. My gut flora. So, I was, like, eating a lot of plain crackers and, you know, feeling bad. And then, you'll both recall, this week on Wednesday... I again had food poisoning. Yeah. And I was awoken after three hours of sleep with, not to be gross, you guys, but I finally did the thing where it comes out of both ends at the same time. Yeah. Congrats. Uh, It's crazy. It had never actually happened before. I had like prepared myself for that to happen, Mm -hmm. but it actually was happening. And I was like, wow, (laughs) all these times I've sat on the toilet with like the garbage can on my lap. Yeah, has been preparing for this moment. It's a, it's an accomplishment. It looks I have like to say that, that that's like you being that prepared. It's amazing. I would have just been like one end towards the bathtub, one end towards the toilet. <laughs> the bathtub. Oh, <laughs> bathtub is sacred. No, no one else. Not okay. A, I've I have not ever had had to uh, defile my tub. No barf yes. in the tub. No barf in the tub. Okay. I mean, there's toilet and then sink. I, I would go sink before bathtub. Yeah. Because you'd have to get really low. I feel like there's the risk of it going up your nose. Let's pretend I didn't say anything. It's okay. Oh different strokes for different folks. Anyway, that grossness aside, this is not toilet talk. Right. That's a different mm-hmm. podcast. That's a different podcast <laughs> I host with Mike Macri. Still no episodes yet, but one day. I like to be the producer. Anyway, so... <laughs> So I was feeling really ill. It was like 7.30 in the morning. And then it was, I think I was sick a total of eight times that day. And it was, it was almost every hour on the hour, like clockwork. And it, at nine, I was like, I'm just going to have a gravel. And then I think at 9.30, I threw up the gravel. So I was like, I can't even keep down a gravel. And I was trying to like get some sleep. I was trying to, I was able to watch a movie, but it was like, I felt completely fine otherwise. And of course, I've been like testing for COVID this whole time because I know that some people can get in GI you stuff, know, yeah. gastrointestinal. Yes. But I otherwise felt completely fine. The, the first time I had food poisoning, I felt bad for days. But this one, I was like, I feel fine. I don't even feel like achy or sweaty or anything. It's just the nausea and the unpleasantness. But it got to the point where I was like, I had never been emptier. I was mm. completely like, I mm. probably so dehydrated. The I mucus even plug. Any- yeah. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> And again, Jay and I had eaten all the same foods. He was fine. I think the next day, Jay was like, I'll have some of this chocolate that we both had and I'll see if that makes me sick. And That's I was love. And this, well, this is how we found out before. The first time we both had food poisoning was from the chocolate because I got it first. And then a few days later, he tried the chocolate and then he got it. But whenever he gets sick, it's like very acute. It's just like, I don't feel great. Okay, that's over. Me, it's like, I've got a real bad stomach. Jay's bionic. It's amazing. Anyway, it happens again. He was like, wow, the chocolate made me sick. That's so weird. But this time, the first time it happened, it was an unusual chocolate we didn't have all the time. It was on sale at the store. I was like, maybe it was expired. I don't know. This time, it's just like a plain organic dark chocolate. Like there's not, no inclusions, nothing in there. And we buy it all the time. It's like from France. It's like a good 
kind like I always try and buy the ethical, you know, the good stuff. Cause I'm like, that's my one vice is like a little bit of dark chocolate after dinner, you know, it's like the hundred year old French woman that I am. So he's like, what a weird coincidence. And then the fact that Jay said coincidence made alarm bells go off in my head because whenever I say anything's a coincidence, Jay's like, you're not noticing all the times that this doesn't happen. And so I was like, okay, coincidences aren't really real sorry no Mm. offense i mean i love them but they're not a thing (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's just your brain being like i noticed a pattern so i was like okay if it's not a coincidence what's the common thread and then i was high when i (laughs) realized when i finally figured it all out i felt like a real columbo all the chocolate that i get i break into little squares and i put it in this opaque ceramic canister so that my ADHD brain will be tricked into not seeing it and just reaching Mm. for the chocolate every time. I had the thought, oh my gosh, that canister I've had for a very long time. And although I wash it often, it could possibly have crazing on it. And once a ceramic item gets crazing, which is cracks in the glaze, bacteria can get into there. And because it was in a sealed jar with like a rubber seal (gasps) it's like a little petri dish that's baking in and so i get up like the lights were dim and i was like okay i'm just gonna take it out of the cupboard i'm not gonna take all the chocolate out and check to see if there's crazing but just as i was taking it out to look at it i saw crazing all over the bottom and i was (sighs) like there's crazing oh my gosh i've been poisoning myself all this time (sighs) i felt so bad i've been poisoning jay like (laughs) talk about death by chocolate <laughs> am i right well i'm glad that you can still have chocolate yeah it's not the chocolate itself i was just storing it in a way that was like creating a bacterial colony that was probably thriving on it. and like because it's warmer now it was probably loving it yeah so yeah i wow. can't believe that the one little thing that'll allow myself like the little <laughs> treat has been, Had it been that long since you ate it what or you, what since the mean? last time you got sick no, but like, I think it depends on how long the chocolate sits in there. Okay. Because also like if it's the chocolate on the top of the jar versus the bottom of the jar, um, mm. that sort of a thing. And also like, I have been getting randomly nauseous for months. Yeah. I've been going through so many bottles of anti-nausea pills and like randomly fainting and I'm like oh my god there's a lot of cancer in my family and I'm just like you know trying not to worry and like getting tests done and everything and I was like nope just been poisoning myself this whole time (laughs) and I've just been so happy that I haven't been entertaining because that's I think maybe when Sally came over like a, a month or so ago I probably gave her some chocolate I have destroyed that container of chocolate after work if I was like tired and hungry too. Yeah. Like you do often offer yeah. chocolate, not that it was that, that container, but no, it's, it's always, it that does container. come out. It's always that container, like the iconic pink little jar, like yeah. with the, it's got the little like snap lid seal. And I think it was like a vintage honey container. Cause it has like a little spot that you would put like the honey, uh, dipper dipper. Yeah. Which are, cursed items like Mm. anyway don't get me started but uh don't even get me started uh (laughs) i threw it away already but i took photos of it you can see the faintest faintest little black line snaking through like it's that's oh my god that's why i didn't notice but like i wash it all the time like like every time it empties out i'll wash it out and dry it it must have only recently started being the the crazing because i've probably been using it for like 
I think it's from the eighties probably. And I've probably been using it for like, so how will you test your hypothesis now? Well, I've had lots of chocolate since Since then. It's been fine. Same brand. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same brand. I bought two bars at the same time. So I threw out the rest of the tainted stuff, but I did a whole, I was like, I thought of the most triumphant song I could think of. And I went on YouTube and I put it on. It's the song Ivory Tower from the Neverending Story soundtrack by Giorgio Moroder. Mm. It's just like a real like hero's quest type. Like, I don't know it, but I'll listen to it. Do, 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 do. And I like climbed up onto the counter and I got the chocolate bar and I like held it over my head. Like it was some sort of like hero's scepter and I like did a interpretive dance with it and I like brought because the big chocolate bar that we get is like wrapped in gold foil and like I brought it over to Jay and I did like a very elaborate like unwrapping of it and I was like this is our first true taste of chocolate uh-huh. um so that is it's why horny. I'm wearing my my Kathy yeah. shirt today because this yeah. is chocolate returns I've gone through some trials <laughs> you have and I've come out the wow. other side triumphant I can't believe it's taken me this long to realize what I did. How would you have known that? Well, also, this leads me to a little PSA. Okay. Everyone out there, check your ceramics. Mm. Do they have little tiny snaky lines that look like harmless part of the part of the 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 glaze? Those are not food safe to eat off of. Mm. Just so you know, a lot of mugs can get like that. Yeah. So I then went through my whole cupboard and I like looked because I have a ton of like sentimental vintage mugs. They're great for holding pens now. Pens, those <laughs> things we use all the time now. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I mean, I use pens all the time. I do too. <laughs> I was like, what, what do you have against pens? But yeah, I, oh, never mind. I have, I have a lot of, lots of things to interject that will add no value to the story. Go on. No, I mean, I don't want this to be a monologue, but I know that's a good one. I mean, this is what the segment is. I finally figured it all out. But yeah. yeah, just get anything with crazing out of there. Get it out of there. Did you have a feeling like when you, when it dawned on you what was happening, was there a sense of relief? Was there a sense of sort of like, panic or what what was your feeling out in that moment if you can recall like when i when i when you realized it all out when i finally figured it all out it was like a a eureka moment like the light bulb going off above my head and i because i was high at Uh. the time i you know it's that sort of like logic where you're like this couldn't possibly no Mm. like you're being paranoid no 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 you're just high like switch your brain off watch stranger things Mm. you know like that's what i'm here for uh, and then I went to the cupboard and got it out. And I was like, yep, it's crazy. And then Jay just kept telling me that I was, I won the Genius Cray. of the Apartment Award. So <laughs> thank you for that honor, Jay. Mm. I'm just happy that I, yeah, didn't poison anyone else. <laughs> wow. That's like a murder mystery. Yeah. You could have murdered yourself. Yeah. Or I could have, you know, taxed the medical system doing a bunch of needless tests when it was in fact my own negligence well i mean they still have to do the tests whether you did it to yourself or not yeah lots of people end up in the hospital because of things that they've done that's true Mm. yeah that's my go-to this was my version of the like toy car up my butt or whatever oh yeah totally it's that's your toy car yeah wow this is my zucchini when i was in culinary school which was like god 24 years ago 
I was really stressed out because I didn't have any money and I wasn't sure I liked culinary school and it was hard and stressful. And I started getting hives. Like I woke up one day and I had, and I never had hives. I don't have allergies. I, you know, had never really had any kind of stress reaction to anything like that. And I was like, well, now I'm so stressed out and so upset that I have hives. And I would get them. They would be really itchy. There would be like in one part of my body. And then like the next day I would wake up and they would be like a different part of my body. And I was like, what's going on? I went to an allergist. I went to some other, a dermatologist. I was taking Benadryl. I was, you know, I was already in therapy. So I was talking to my therapist about it. I really couldn't figure out what was going on, but I was like, this keeps happening. This is crazy. Like maybe when I graduate from cooking school and I get a job and I'm not so stressed about money and I feel like my life is in control, I'll stop getting hives. And this went on for like two or three months and it just didn't really go away. And then I just was like, well, I guess this is just my life now. And then uh, one day I went to clean my bedroom and I went to turn my futon mattress over and there were so many bed bugs. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Living on the underside of my mattress. And I was like, I don't have hives. I have bed bugs and I've been living with them for three months. And I've like the, the realization that I had had this thing that I didn't know what it was. And then I realized how much grosser and weirder it was than, than hives was like, I was like, it's a Hitchcock moment. I don't even really know what that means, but it was just this sort of like horrifying realization. Well, It was like hives was the red herring that you were following this whole time. And it's like, no, no, no. The real killer is the bed bugs. Yes. Yeah. It was, uh, and I was, I'm always a late adopter of everything. And this was the first time I was like way ahead of the curve. Like, yeah, this I was, was going like, to say. <laughs> bed bugs were not a thing, at least you not in New York cool. at that time. <laughs> like the landlord sent an exterminator the next day. And he's like, I've literally never seen a bed bug in my life. Oh, wow. Uh, and I'm, You were patient. Yeah, zero. <laughs> yes. Uh, Sorry, New York, yeah. Vancouver, Montreal, Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> the world. Uh, I guess my next door neighbor had an extreme infestation of bed bugs. And they had oh, decided to come over to my walls. place through yeah, the wall like, oh, to seek out. Yeah, they're like, oh, somebody else over there we visit. Blood. And also, like, the internet wasn't what it is now so like even if you could look up something it it wouldn't be like here's a bunch of google image results of all these people's yeah no there was nothing the only thing that was on the internet at that time was aol (laughs) and alta vista (laughs) and every once in a while i would go to a website that had information about beverly hills 90210 Mm -hmm. and that was kind of the extent of my use of the internet so also there was a pesticide that eradicated bed bugs and that was made illegal Oh. And that's one of the reasons why they were, became so hard to treat when mm. we were seeing infestations. Mm. And I think now they're like, we can use it sometimes. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I always think I have bed bugs uh, whenever I get hives or bites. Mm. And I had flea bites recently Oh, that I got outside. Oy. Yeah, it was crazy. I think I sent Jessica a picture. I had 25 bites on one leg yeah, and like yeah, 20 was, on the uh, other. It was like a big, and they big were, reaction. Yeah. And I, the allergist that I saw was like, those are <laughs> flea bites. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, does, but then I was Hank, like, oh, I thought Hank had fleas, but he mm, didn't. Mm. He was <laughs> walking around happy. <laughs> I just, I think that I was in the grass and got The world bitten. is a vampire. Yeah. Terrible, though. Those days where I was like, what the fuck bit me? But yeah. also like, because you were in culinary school, like you were probably so busy and so... You know, Sweaty. focused yeah. and and broke. And like and any, yeah. any sort of spare time you have, you're not like... 
okay, let's clean clean my entire <laughs> yeah. apartment or like let's take apart my bed and oh you yeah know, like, no it was like that was like priority yeah yeah one thousand was cleaning certainly yeah, or, I mean, or any kind of self care at all honestly yeah still and is for me you're wearing like the scratchy polyester uniform pants and the uniform jacket like the cheapest possible sweaty material like there's there could have been any number of reasons why I had uh, all that stuff but it was insects living in my uh, mattress. And a couple months later, I did graduate from culinary school. And then I had a job working for Mario Batali, oh, yeah. the famous sex pest. Um, uh, <laughs> sex <laughs> pest? Yes. Human bed bug. Uh, That's and, what they call them in the UK, sex yeah, pest. He's a sex pest. That's uh, great. And I had pretty much gotten rid of the bed bugs, but they were like, you know, every once in a while, like a stray would sort of appear. So I went with Mario in a car from Manhattan to Connecticut. It was like an hour drive. We were going to the TV studios of one Martha Stewart. And I was Ooh. so excited. And I'm like, this is my new job. And I'm assistant to this big chef. And I'm going to go see Martha Stewart. And she's so scary. It was before she went to jail. So she was like, you know, she's scary any day of the week. But she was especially scary before she went to jail. Uh, and everything had to be perfect. And, you know, Mario was on his best behavior. And we get out of the car and she comes out and greets us and he gives her a big disgusting hug. And then she sticks out her hand to shake my hand and I shake her hand and I look on the sleeve of my jacket. There is a bed bug like, <gasps> rolling down my jacket. Wow. Yeah. And I just flicked it and then went inside. Uh, I could have gone very differently. I could have let it come into the building and like flicked it into a... I don't know, pile of quilts or something and oh, really taken down the whole empire. Stack of grow grain ribbon. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good Turkey thing. feathers. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah. That's amazing. That's a uh, one for the books, folks. Yeah. Wow. Ah, uh, poverty. Did you have to, <laughs> did you have to like get rid of a bunch of stuff? That's what I always hear is yes. like, it like lives in your books and all that. And yeah, I didn't have to get rid of books, but I, clothes. which maybe I should have, but I had, um, you know, a, a very shitty futon mattress and a frame and I got rid of those things. I had the big heartbreak was I had a beautiful handmade quilt that my grandmother had made oh. for me and I had to get rid of that. Um, and all of my pillows and, you know, all of my bedding. And I think I was keeping some clothes under the under the bed, mm. under the futon in a plastic box. And even though they were in plastic, like it was like, eh, it's probably yeah. better, yeah. better safe than sorry. And I remember just like crying, talking to my landlord and I'm like, I'm going to have to move out. I can't handle this. And he was like, you're not going to move out. Where are you going to go? You can't afford to move out. And I was like, so compassionate. Right. <laughs> he was not wrong. I feel like we know so much more now about bed bugs that yeah. it's like, I mean, I don't want to, this is not going to make you feel better, but like <laughs> there probably was a way for you to save that quilt that your grandma made, yeah. but you like, didn't know that the information yeah. wasn't widely available because like, I think if you put things just directly in the dryer, yeah. yes, it would have killed the eggs. Hey, thanks for the really gross story. The more yeah, you know, thanks. I'm like so itchy now. Like, I'm having a meltdown. <laughs> we definitely don't have bed bugs. Don't yeah. Should we puppo? Yeah. Is it time for puppo of the week? Puppo. Now that we've finally figured it all out. Congratulations. I'm, sh I'm like, I'm shocked. It felt it could have like, gone on forever. It felt like, okay, this is a good analogy, I think. It felt like the big conclusion in the final episode of like the prestige TV show where like mm. one character does a huge expository dump. So mm. hopefully the music that, that Jay dumps. comes up with for this segment is going to be like that. Expository dump music. Because I did feel like I was 
talking a lot to tell mm. that story. I'm sorry. No, no, it's a good. It was really good. We're I never going to do that segment ever again. No I was riveted. Okay, all right. <laughs> You're welcome to bring it back. I would rather you be riveted. I that, don't know. That could be. It's that could be a whole podcast in and of itself. Figured we figured shit out. We figured it all out. People want, and it could be brief you know like these true crime podcasts that are like 12 episodes and you're like just tell me who fucking did it yeah and this could just be like here's a 10 minute 10 minute mystery yeah, it solved OJ, done yeah <laughs> we, we know we figured it out we finally figured it all out um okay it's time for Papa of the week all right Lori, who's your papo my papo of the week is you guys, Alicia and Jessica. Thanks. So thrilled to be here on your last episode. Um, <laughs> you guys are the reason I came to Vancouver. Oh, wow. And um, yeah, you're my puppos. I'm so honored. I thought like for sure you had like <laughs> a weird dog that I met. Well, no, I thought <laughs> well, Hank, too. <laughs> I thought there was like uh, this is going to sound insulting to us and I don't mean it to, but I thought you had Go like cooler and better things to do here. <laughs> Like, I thought there was something, I don't know, like work was bringing you here or something. No, I, I, no we were. I mean, I was, I hate how much I say my boyfriend, but I'll just. Um, Your boyfriend's I'll nice. My boyfriend. Uh, we were talking about, okay, we have this period of time where both of our teenage children are going to be in camp and we want to go somewhere. And we were sort of batting ideas around and I was like, Vancouver, I want to go. I've never been. He'd never been. You guys were here and. um you know, I didn't want to like be in your faces for the entire week that I was here, but fine. you know, it was very much uh, a, a big motivation to come here. So um, great. It's like, yeah. uh, we've developed like such a strong friendship with you through the internet, yeah, through a pandemic. Yeah. So it's pretty incredible to have you here. When I saw you on the street, I had that, that moment before where I was like, what if we don't like each other in person <laughs> or like, or she thinks I'm annoying. And then like, it just was exactly like all of our conversations we've had over the past two years. Yeah, that's what I said to Jay as we were driving back from after we went to the bog yesterday. I was like, it didn't really feel like that was like the first time meeting yeah. someone in real life. Because mm -hmm. like, we've spent hours listening to each other and we've yeah. like been on Zoom chats together. So it's yeah. like, we've sort of seen each other mm -hmm. and like seen each other's body language like while we're talking before. So it's not... It, it's weird. Yeah, it's like it technically the first time we're meeting right, IRL, right. but it was like... It felt very, it felt normal and yeah. like, oh, it's you, of course. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like you're you don't like look different versus on the screen. Or and whatever. you're the same person in real life as you are, like in our like pen pal relationships with yes. you. Wouldn't it be weird if I had like a completely different personality? If I was just like, don't talk to me. <laughs> you had <laughs> you're like, just really mean. <laughs> you had like a different hair or something. Yeah. And you were like, oh, that's just my Zoom wig I yeah. wear. <laughs> <laughs> Zoom wig. You just have like really tight braids or something. I was like, what? Oh, whoa. Yeah. That would be, that would be that a big been a shocker. Probably problematic. Also. Yeah. Severe. <laughs> Not ever were the nineties. Yeah. I thought, yeah. I thought for sure cinnamon buns were going to be your puppy. <laughs> oh, right. Well, that, and that was a, a final retail dream, I guess, was going to grounds for coffee on Alma, Alma street, Alma Avenue, Alma, Alma Boulevard. and street. I think it's Alma and 10th. Alma and 10th. Yeah. Grounds for coffee. The last four days, they had their special maple cinnamon bun. Delicious. No nuts, no raisins. That's a perfect. No nuts, no raisins. No brainer. No notes. For a while, they. I. I'm not sure if they still do it now, but cafes all over the city would get fresh 
cinnamon buns from Grounds for Coffee. That's where mm. they make them all mm-hmm. at that location. And they would distribute them. They would have like a van and they'd drive them all around. So everywhere that sold have those. little sign that said ooey gooey cinnamon buns. Yeah, Aww. that's what I was getting to. There Sorry. was a vinyl sign <laughs> that said ooey gooey cinnamon buns like Grounds for Coffee right here. But I can't for the fucking life of me find them anywhere else now. So I always make the trek out to there and I'm like, yeah. it's worth it. I don't care. So good. I'll kill the planet. Getting in my gas guzzling Yaris. No, it's not. It's very efficient. The Yaris. But on your recommendation, I Jay and I both got the maple ones yesterday. And it's just a regular one with maple syrup. A drizzle of maple over syrup. Over top of it. But yeah. some of it's like crystallized too. It was very good. That was our dinner last night. Oh, good. Oh, nice. I love pastry for dinner. Yeah, why not? I've done it in a while, but it's always good. I love French toast for dinner. Really, any mm. meal that includes cinnamon, mm. like mm-hmm. capa horchata. Yeah, sure. Oh, more delicious. Delicious. Alicia, who's your papa? Okay, my papa is uh, Lori. Thank you so much for visiting. It has been such a pleasure. But also Jessica and Jay. Thanks for seven years of podcasting, doing so much of the heavy lifting to make this thing happen. Uh, I never forgot it and I never will. And I can't wait to see you not behind a microphone. I'm going to really bother you a lot this summer for walks and flower stuff. Yeah, please, please yeah. do. I love to be bothered. Yeah. Also, I if you forget it, I don't, I won't hold it to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I'll just be out here like that man looking in your yard for no reason. Mm. Rat pest. Mm. <laughs> That's my rat pest. <laughs> um, well, okay. You guys have covered all the nice stuff. So I have a real like yeah. puppo animal. Sure, yeah. also, I'm like, I could say all these things. I was waiting for that as well, but it's fine. to you. Like, yeah. I mean, it's, no, it's, I'm just kidding. It's been lovely. <laughs> like, I, yeah. What's your real puppo? I mean, they're th- they're four. Okay. So Jay and I went on a walk. Uh, former guest uh, and co-host of Jigsaw Jamboree, Sally White <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, Graham Clark were in LA for a little vacation. And so I was watering Sally's garden while she was gone. So every evening after like around dusk, Jay and I would walk over to the garden and it was very nice. Um, and one night we saw a cat. Oh, not just any cat, a piss cat. It was a cat who was digging a hole, <laughs> gave us a dirty look, and then assumed the position and pissed in that hole and then covered the piss, buried it, and looked at us. And I, of course, took a picture of the piss cat <laughs> while it was pissing. And I do, if I say so myself, I think it's maybe one of the best photos I'll take all year. It's very, like, it looks almost like a Renaissance painting. It's very, uh-huh. like... It's in a nice garden. So that did the heavy mm-hmm. lifting. But mm-hmm. the cat itself, it was beautiful. It was like a big cat, squished face, sort of like grumpy mm-hmm. looking, but like striped tail, like a raccoon. It was like very, very striking. So that was piss cat. And then seconds later, we saw a bat. Oh. And I told Lori and her boyfriend oh. <laughs> the story. And then I realized, oh, bats are kind of a sore subject here. (laughs) I should not have brought this up because I, of course, remember that he invited you to a bat festival in Florida. And I declined. You were like, (laughs) give your head a shake, buddy. No fucking way. I'm not that kind of girl. (laughs) Who do you think I am? Yeah, some sort of bat festival attendee. Um, (laughs) But no, that was just exciting because it was like a 
a new animal in the neighborhood. Like, yeah, you know, squirrels and crows are great. Cats and dogs. I love raccoons, skunks. Like they're, they're all great. Mm-hmm. But a fucking bat, like mm. reali- just looking up and realizing that they're there. They're eating all the bugs. They're so cool. They look so cool. And I finally had a, an excuse to use the slow motion feature on my phone. So mm. I filmed it. And then I slowed it down even more. How big was it, Jessica? Um, the only bat I've seen here was like a baby bat. Is this big? Oh, wow. It was, I think, normal bat size. Like maybe like... 12 s- inches or eight. That's more like eight. Yeah. That's dick significant. Size. <laughs> <laughs> it was like high up in the air. It was flying above us. Yeah, so like the size of a robin. Bigger than that. Smaller than a crow. Smaller than a crow. Okay. Yeah. But it was great because it was just dusk. And so if you stood at a certain angle and looked up, you could see it like perfectly silhouetted against like the pastel nice night sky. And then there was uh, two people. The bat just kept flying back and forth on this same circuit sort of around the corner of this apartment building on the corner of a block, like right across from the school near me. Yeah. Um, And there were two people sitting on the balcony, like smoking a bong. And I was just really aware of that and trying not to freak them out and Mm. make them think that I was filming them. Mm, (laughs) I was like, so I kept being like, wow, a bat. I can't believe there's a bat here. I've never (laughs) seen a bat. And it's like, it was true. It was all true. It was being genuine, but I was like really trying to broadcast that. Mm. Um, So piss cat and then immediately bat right after it. And they happened like 20 seconds. Wow. Within 20 seconds of each other. And then my third puppo of the week is, Jay and I were walking, heading towards, again, aforementioned former guest Sally White's birthday park hangout thing. Mm-hmm. And we were going to pick up some beer on our way there. And then we ran into former guest Dave Shumka <gasps> and former guest Abby Shumka and the whole Shumka clan. And uh, they were just finishing dinner on a patio. And then they were like, hey, come meet our dogs. And so I got to meet not only Monster Shumka, who I still had never met before. Oh, I didn't know that. But their newest puppy, Irma, mm-hmm. who was so soft and mm. lovely. And like she had just woken up and like they immediately just plopped her in my lap. And she was mm. amazing, wonderful. And at one point she like got a hold of the treat bag and she stole it and like ran and hide and like went behind a flower pot. So she's she's nine and a half weeks. Oh yeah. I yeah. forgot <laughs> we kept... Dave and Abby made a point that Irma had to be Papa of the Week this week. Oh as I mean well. so this works out. Yeah, she's so cute. But yeah, that was lovely. So all I mean, all of the Shumkas really it was like a really idyllic, unexpected hang and I had never seen their new place. So beautiful. Like they got to design all the things and choose all the things they wanted. Um, and Dave was in the middle of working on a puzzle. So that was oh, also very endearing he's to a see. Puzzle boy. Um yeah, he's a real puzzle boy. Yeah. And then when I we finally made it to the park, former guest Mark Chavez was there uh, with his wife, Anita, and their son, who's just, he's 13 months. And so that was the first time I got to meet his baby. And he was so funny. He was so fucking funny. And at a certain point, we got pizza delivered to the park and the baby was eating pizza. And I've never seen anyone so happy eating pizza before. Mark was holding him in his arms and feeding him this massive slice of pizza that was bigger than his face. And he's this adorable little blonde boy and he was wearing the cutest little outfit. And every time he would eat a slice, he was smiling as he was biting it. (laughs) And I took a photo of it and I just keep looking at it because it's the cutest thing in the world. So he was like a tiny blonde Danny DeVito. That's the only way I can describe (laughs) him. He's so cute. You missed it when he accidentally 
threw Mark's sandwich up in the air, like in a magic trick style. <laughs> it had been like carefully wrapped in a paper bag and he he's won. And so he pulled on the paper bag and he opened it up and they threw it over his head and the sandwich went flying. Oh my gosh. Did so it like cute. disintegrate into sandwich parts? I think it was, it was too dirty to eat. Oh no. But it Aww. stayed pretty intact. Well, pizza saved the day. That pizza looked like heaven and I thought about it. I had to leave. It was too much. Um, I'll show you the photos just so you can see. And for our listeners, I'll put them on the Patreon so you can see. Um, first of all, here's the baby in his arms so you can see how giant the pizza is. There's him smiling oh my God. as he bites the slice. So cute. And it was just cracking Mark up. So That's a happy kid. Yeah. A couple of teeth. Enough teeth. Enough to, to eat a soft pizza. It was yeah. a very soft pizza in case uh, anyone's worried that a yeah. that a baby is chowing down on Za. It was very like both of his parents were monitoring this and <laughs> everything was no toddlers were harmed in no. the ingestion of this pizza. But it is the sort of thing that's like, I don't think I've ever seen a baby that small eat pizza. Yeah. It was really it was just like a, a big event. And it was just so unexpected, like all of these social things. It was just like I haven't done any of these things in so long. And all of a sudden it's all back to back seeing all these people and like going into a family's home. Like, yeah, those are all my papas. It's a big day. Should we wrap it up? Yeah. Lori, if people want to find you, they want to read your books. They want to seek you out. Listen to your podcast. Uh, So I am active on Instagram (laughs) at Lori Wooliver. It's L-A-U-R-I-E-W-O-O-L-E-V as in Victor E-R. Uh, I'm less active on Twitter, but sometimes I'll put some shit on there too. Same handle, Lori Wooliver. Uh, I have a book. I have two books that came out last year. One's called World Travel and a Reverent Guide, co-authored with the late Anthony Bourdain. And the other one is called Bourdain, The Definitive Oral Biography. They are available wherever books are sold. Published by Echo, which is an imprint of HarperCollins. Cool. So get it at your favorite book place. Yeah. That's, book barn. Yeah. Book condo. Book nook. Book nook. Book, yeah, book nook. Lucky's Comics. Book hole. Book boat. Book barge. Uh, book barge. I oh, love that place. I love book barge. Oh, these are real places. I was just sort of saying stuff. Okay. I only named one real place. Glory hole of book sales. Book, book Glory hole. Glory's hole. Gloria's hole. <laughs> Alicia, what about your book? You can still buy my book maybe somewhere. Um, it's called So You're a Little Sad, So What? Yeah, people liked it. You might like it's it. It's so good. If you haven't read it yet, what are you doing? Yeah, why get you, it? Get your freaking hands on it. If you're if you're gonna miss the podcast, if you're sad that this is the last episode, but you want to hear more of Alicia's voice, <laughs> get that book. Yeah, that'd be get great. It. It's all her. Every page. Yeah, whining. If people want to follow you online, hey, I mean, most people aren't on Twitter anymore, but that's the best place. Or you can follow me on Instagram. Just send me a message so I can look at your Instagram account and then judge you and then <laughs> add you. What's your handle? I'm Alicia Tobin. But on Twitter, you're Alicia... A. Tobin. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> I got locked out of Alicia Tobin and could never get back in. Um, Jessica, how about you? I want to plug Jay. Uh, oh, yeah. He's been the editor of every single episode. Uh, he's done all the music. If you've enjoyed any of the music on... This Any show. and all of the music. Every single bit of music, except for the Red Hot Chili Peppers mm. theme, which is by Alex Hudson, mm-hmm. former guest. 
yeah, I'm pretty sure he's done everything except for that. Yeah, Jay, Jay Arner, uh, he can do music for anything. He would love to do some video game music. He oh, can yeah. do music for movies, TV, podcasts, anything. If you're just... If yeah, you wanna, do you need a theme song? Do you want to commission any music? That's, a, that's him. Jay can do it. He's like, not only is he, he can play any instrument and write in any style, he can also uh, just record or mix or master anything like he's he's on another level so thank you jay for making us sound good and um making so us sound good. smart maybe i don't know smarter than we are um burp burp, burp. thank you for putting up with all our burping sounds yeah again i talked about it on the last episode but this is our last episode so look for our album when it comes out yeah. it's uh energyslime.bandcamp.com I guess is the best way to keep up on that but it'll be coming out in 2023 all the tote bags are sold out now but if you want to get Jay's tape J3 or Jay's comic Now Me See Me those are both on the merch store still for now I think I have a few left of both and uh, yeah I mean the Patreon patreon.com slash retail nightmares I'm gonna keep it up but not active once this comes out and after like that week, I think, but I'll put the pictures of like the piss cat. Mm. I'll put a video of the bats. I'll put the cute puppy. I'll put the cute pizza baby. Uh, and I'll put up anything else that I forgot to put up. Sometimes I'll, for I'll say I'll put something up there and then I forget. Like I never put the lost stunt casting up there that I was going to. And now I'm like, well, I guess I never have to. Yeah. It was on my to-do list. And then so I much. was on a dry erase board and I was like, well, I guess I can take this off my to-do <laughs> list that I've been feeling bad about for forever. Sorry. Um, but yeah, also, if you really want it, you can just message me. I don't know. You can follow me. Yeah. Wherever. I'm Billy Dracula on Twitter <laughs> and Energy Slime on Instagram. But I can't think, I think that's everything. Is there anything else? Is there anything else to plug? That's it for now. Ourselves. Let's, Let's put a plug, plug in it. it up. Yeah. Plug it up. Plug up your holes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I feel like there was something I wanted to plug and now I can't remember. Can you add it in after? Yeah, I'll add it in after. I remembered the thing that I wanted to plug, and that's that I have started a professional organizing company, and it's called Moo. That is an acronym for Methodical Orderly Organizing. And I have an Instagram. I don't have a website yet. I don't really have anything posted on the Instagram, but if you want to follow me, it is moo.4.u on Instagram, and that's the number four and the letter U. So moo.4.u. Yeah, it's the big moo. I help people organize their spaces. If you want to hire me, it's really fun. I love doing it. It's like a human puzzle. It's like a real life puzzle. So I'm getting to live my jigsaw jamboree life. And then the other thing that I wanted to plug is we had a fan email us some fan art that was so amazing. Their name is Teddy and they drew Big Puppy so perfectly. I could not believe it. So I just wanted to give a special shout out to Teddy. Thank you so much. If you want to see some of their art, I will post the big puppy and tag them in it. And I will also link to their Instagram account, which is Huffy Art, H-U-F-F-I-E-A-R-T on Instagram. And their name is Teddy. Their art is very cute and colorful and they're very talented. So thank you so much, Teddy. Thank you for everyone who has sent in fan art. Your mind is going to be blown by this big puppy. And now back to 
the rest of the last and final episode. Okay, thank you everybody um, for listening. We love you all. Thank you to all our guests, all our fans. Everyone has been so lovely. And just because the podcast is ending, that doesn't mean we don't love you anymore. Absolutely. We love you. Your co-ghost and I love you very much. And that's not going to change. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. bye. Wow. One last burp. Yeah. Can't believe it. It's a modest I didn't even squeeze it out. Squeeze it. Oh, there we go.